Welcome to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show, the weekly mental ed show for high achieving women professionals. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. Today we're talking about emotional freedom and specifically we're talking about letting go of control. One thing I have found super interesting is high achieving women, we love to have control. <laughs> and I didn't think this was me, right? That's like classic first sign is denial until I was working with my therapist a few weeks ago. And she was like, you tend to like control, don't you? And I thought to myself, what? No, totally, totally. So we're talking about it. So we're talking about what it means to let go of control and how we can truly embrace this emotional freedom as high achieving women. So let's focus first on what emotional freedom is. And this definition, I think can be totally defined by anybody, the way in which they experience emotional freedom. But for me, and when I walk our clients or teams or whoever I'm walking through this, emotional freedom is really your ability to have complete emotional awareness of knowing what emotions you tend to generate most of and knowing how to manage them and knowing how to process those emotions, let them move through you and intentionally generate the emotions that you want to experience more of. That's the freedom in it. And when we are able to really pull back the curtain on life, that's what we all want, right? Is we want to feel good on the inside. And that is one of the first questions I always hear people ask me is, can you help me feel better? And my initial response is yes, but also we can't neglect that the goal of life isn't to always feel good, right? Because emotions, they come and go through us all throughout the day. And you need to be willing to recognize when harder emotions come in and to hold that space for them. Because your body, if it's feeling angry over something, the goal isn't just to slap a happy face over that anger. We have to understand where the anger is coming from, why you are angry, how to hold space for that anger and to process it in a healthy way and to let it move through and then come to a place of neutrality and then eventually to a place of whatever emotion you want to feel, right? So do you see how that emotional freedom, emotional management role is so different than trying to force yourself to be happy all the time? It's emotional intelligence. It's emotional IQ. And it is the missing link to so many organizations and so many teams today. That's very important. There's a direct correlation with emotional awareness, emotional intelligence in team performance, work performance, performance in your day-to-day -day life. That emotional IQ is huge. So when we look at control, when we look at control challenges, there is this big misconception that control equals success and happiness. Control does not equal success and happiness. If you think that control will give you that, that is an allusion to what the root of success and happiness is. Because that, that desire for control it can and it will lead to more anxiety and more stress. Because if there's one thing we can't control in life, it is the control of life, right? We can control our attitude. We can control our effort. We can control our emotional response. We can control our actions. 
And there are certain elements in life that we can do that with. But when we try to control all of life and other people and our emotions all the time, that's going to add another layer, another amount of pressure for that anxiousness and stress. So when we look at control, when we look at control in our own life, a lot of early signs of that can be perfectionism, it can be micromanagement, and it can be the fear of uncertainty. I had all of these in my life, both in my home element and in both of my companies that I own. And all of these things, perfectionism, micromanagement, and fear of uncertainty really overshadowed things until I could see it from a different angle. And sometimes we're so thick in it that we can't see those things. And that's why it's so important that we're able to understand how it's showing up in our own life before it begins to take a toll on our mental health, our emotional well-being, and impacts people around us. And so when we can think about and really pull back what it means to relinquish control, what it means to reduce that stress and improve our relationships, improve our creativity, improve our productivity, it is very positive, right? It's a very positive culture that we can create first within ourselves, then within our homes, and then within the workplace. So I thought today we could unpack some very practical ways for you to be able to notice and let go of control issues in your own life, especially as high achieving women, okay? It can be very transformative. It was very transformative for my life. And when you're aware of this in your own life and in your own work, it is radically going to lift off this veil and allow you to cultivate a more positive culture. Like I said, at home first, that first order, second order at work, third order in your community. It's the whole ripple. The first is self-reflection. Having some kind of daily habit, daily system where you are engaging in self-reflection and asking yourself, why or where you feel the need to control every situation and answering what fears or what insecurities you may have around those areas really underlie that behavior and can really help you get to the root of what's going on. Secondly, looking at triggers. So pay attention to situations, events, or people that may trigger you or cause you to have those control issues. It could be work-related. It could be personal-related. It could be both. Are you a high-achieving woman who is feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, and in need of a change? If yes, then it's time to transform your life with our Stress to Strength four-day meditation plan. This is a free resource that I created for women just like you who are ready to say goodbye to burnout as you conquer exhaustion and revitalize a re-energized you. You'll also discover brilliance from within and unlock your full potential with ease while embracing inner peace and tranquility from within. And the best part, you're going to learn how to prosper like never before by activating true abundance that overflows and allows you to positively impact not only your own life, but those around you. 
This four-day meditation is completely free and it's meant to help you transform stress into inner strength so you can reclaim your life, reignite your brilliance, and prosper abundantly. Download yours now at drjenniferblossom.com forward slash audio, or you can click the link in today's show notes. Your transformation begins here. I'll see you inside. So when you're able to identify triggers, it'll help you become more aware of your responses. And I always tell our clients, and for my own work too, is we can't change what we don't know. So do this with compassion and understand, oh, I'm controlling here. This is what's triggering me there. It is a compassionate approach to that rewiring process. The third strategy is all about noticing or observing those physical signs. So again, this is going deep with that self-awareness. So noticing physical signs of stress or anxiety in your own body. This could be muscle tension, increased heart rate, could be headaches. It could be very shallow chest breathing all of which I've experienced and all of which can be true indicators of control issues beginning to surface. One way that you can really track this is if you keep your journal with you, when you reflect in the morning, keep it in your purse, keep it in your work bag so that when you start to feel triggered or upset or like that control is starting to rise at work or wherever you're at, You can write it down. You can begin to document situations where you felt the need to control, write down your thoughts, your emotions, and the outcomes of those situations. And from there, when you're out of the heat of the moment, you can begin to problem solve when you get back home and into your quiet, calm state the following morning or whatever it is. And that really, you know, piggybacks into the mindfulness practice. That's so hard for us until it's not, right? Because we're so used to going and doing and being and creating and the thought to have to slow down, to reflect and to go deep within, it seems counterintuitive. But I promise you, nothing will be more fulfilling or more rewarding on your journey to success and through success than having a positive, healthy relationship with yourself. And that comes from going within. And when you're able to keep that mindfulness practice alive and well, and you're very reflective and very in tune with this, it will radically transform how you show up in these situations. And the last part here is asking for feedback. Now, this one I say with a grain of salt because you want to take feedback from those that you trust, right? Trusted friends, family, or colleagues, and people that you truly respect in that manner. And sometimes their insights can be hard to swallow. Sometimes they might line up exactly with what you're seeing and thinking, and some might be completely irrelevant. Okay. So you have to have that intuitive piece of when you're asking for feedback, it could kind of fall in any one of those areas. And it's totally cool. Take it again with a grain of salt and know that with that feedback, it can give you the insight to see things from an outsider's perspective. A little bonus too, this just came to me as we're closing up here. One of the things that helped me so much was to learn how to set boundaries. I 
used to let people walk all over me and I would just be in complete exhaustion so much of my day. And so when I started to set firm boundaries, one of those ways was putting my phone on do not disturb for hours, hours at night on the weekends. Boundary, my own boundary, huge. Okay. My time, not anyone else's. Delegation was huge for me also. Being able to know that I can't control everything. So delegating tasks and responsibilities, both personally and professionally, was such a weight off my shoulders and so helpful. And then being able, this one was hard and it still is really hard for me, but it's something I have to continually work on every single day is accepting uncertainty, accepting uncertainty, because life is always going to be filled with uncertainty and we can't predict it. We can't control it every time, but really embracing the idea of going with the flow and focusing on what I can control and how I can positively show up and create those powerful, positive thoughts. That's what's important because we are both sides of me are going to experience whatever we're going to experience. And we're still going to go through that experience, right? We're still going down that river but it's who I choose to be and who I choose to show up as either as someone who's super tight and rigid and gets stressed out very easily, or somebody who can use that front part of her brain and flow through this and think through this. It's a skill. And I didn't always have that skill. And I, to be honest, like this is a a newer skill that I am learning and it's incredible. And I want you to begin to practice that. So when we look at letting go, And learning how to let go of the control issues that we have in our life, it takes time. It takes time. It takes self-compassion. It is all about finding this balance between achieving your goals and going after that, that, that heartfelt desire in your life and embracing uncertainty, the uncertainty, the unpredictability of life and being okay with that, being okay with that. It's going to change how you show up and it will help you to not white knuckle your way through everything. And that element of freedom will allow you to create and to live from a place of freedom that you've never experienced before. And that is what I want for you. Go take this podcast, unpack it, listen to it again. And I want you to start to implement a few of these journal practices for you to begin to notice where you are seeing control in your own life and ways you can begin to loosen that grip of control. And then from there, you'll see how it can begin to positively impact your culture within you, within your home, within your sphere of influence, whether it's at work, church, your community, it's this massive, major positive ripple. And it's a beautiful thing. So there's your homework. I love you. Have a wonderful week. I'll see you back here next week, same place, same time. If you love the show, please leave a review on iTunes, share it on social media, share this episode with some friends. We want to see this show, you guys, just climb those ranks at iTunes so we can begin to break down these stigmas that high achieving women and men have and really be a source of mental health and emotional well-being in this realm. So I love you guys. I can't do that without your support. So I really appreciate you sharing the show and leaving an honest review on iTunes. That would mean so much to me. So thank you. I'll see you back here next week. Peace. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. Remember, every week is an opportunity for you to grow the leader within. 